Well, hi and welcome this morning. Good to see you all. We've just got a few things here we're packing together to uh, send off to our daughters as a little encouragement and, and something maybe to lighten the day uh, as we're still essentially under lockdown, really. Um, so we've got a few things here. Janice, you've made some I've made masks. Some, this is a bag I made. Oh, a bag here. Yeah. So Janice has made a couple of bags. What are they for, my love? Well, that's like a wash bag. Okay, this, this right. This one's a, a knitting bag. A knitting bag and a wash bag. Okay, see. And then there's a face mask here mask for, for Rosie. Not so good at that. Not so know. good at making those. Oh, something nice. She likes some tea. She likes some berry tea. She likes some berry tea. Rosie likes, Katie likes a, a classic black tea. And of course, there's oh, some cotton. Well, they're both into sewing. We're getting into sewing. Sewing, so, so find there. And these are bath bombs, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. They smell nice. But it's nice. the toy for the cat. A toy for the cat. And of course, chocolates. Oh, what's that? Well, oh. Katie's the uh, the doctor, so she gets the hypodermic pen. She gets the hypodermic pen. <laughs> Chocolate. Can't go wrong. They do love to. chocolate, okay, don't they? Say. But perhaps most of all, we have something very special here, which yeah. are just a few words to say to them. So this one is going to, this one's going to Rosie, Rosie, says, so proud of you. We just like her to know that we're really proud of what she's doing, the work she's doing, uh, and the person that she is and the person she's become. That's really important to us. Which one's that? Uh, this one is for Katie. It says, have you any idea of how loved you are? Because she needs to know that. It's good, isn't yeah. it? So those little words of affirmation are going to go into those packs. And later on, we're going to take these down to the post office, get them all addressed up and post them off to our girls because we love them and we want to affirm them and let them know that they're loved. There we go. Good. So what we're talking about today is words of affirmation. The words of affirmation we receive from God but also that we can share with others mm -hmm. because if God loves Newmarket he wants them to know and he wants them to be affirmed. We'll look into the word and we'll talk about some of those things as we go through this morning. If you've been with us for a while as a church, you'll have heard our teaching series on the Bible, or if you've been around a few more years, the story. In each of those series, we shared an overview of the whole Bible in order to help make sense of its big message, a message of love. One thing which comes out loud in the Bible is God's love for his people. And God expresses that in all the ways we're thinking of in this series. Today, we're focusing on words of affirmation, and you'll find God saying things affirming his people throughout scripture. God sees us and knows us and tells us how he feels about us. From the very beginning, after making creation and then making mankind, God says creation isn't just good, but very good. In Revelations, he describes his church as his bride, beautifully dressed for her husband, affirming those whom he calls his own. God is not at all remote. He's deeply involved with his creation, with us, every single one of us. And he has some awesome things to say about us too. 
Let's hear from Charlotte, reading some especially affirming words from Jesus, words of how close he holds us. Today's reading is from John chapter 15, verses 1 to 17. I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that does not produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me, and I in them, will, pr will produce much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me was thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me, and my word remains in you, you may ask for anything you want, and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. I have loved you, even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love, just as I obeyed my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you these things so you will be filled with much joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. This is my commandment. Love each other the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you slaves because a master does not confine in his slaves. Now you are my friends. Since I have told you everything the Father has told me, you didn't choose me, I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruits so that the Father will give you whatever you, you ask for using my name. This is my commandment, love each other. You know, you can't get much closer relationship than being grafted in. Two living entities become one, dependent on each other. A good rootstock can support different kinds of fruit-bearing branches, making the most of the soil it's planted in and passing goodness onto those branches. In turn, the branches can produce fruit, but without the essential nutrients and water from the soil, they're dead. Likewise, there's no point putting dead branches onto good roots. In this analogy, Jesus clearly says he is the vine, the rootstock, and he needs branches to grow fruit. Now, you might think that you chose God. And it's true, we all must make up our minds about who Jesus is and if we'll take him up on his offer of eternal life, of belonging and of family. Even so, Jesus says clearly to his disciples that he chose them. Three times in the book of Isaiah, the Lord tells Israel, I chose you. They were not just some random nation. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, all of them were chosen. And the nation they formed were a chosen people. And now Jesus affirms his disciples, his followers, with the same words. Jesus is telling his disciples they are cleaned, pruned and ready to bear fruit because of feeding on his words. 
What's more, he's poured out his love on them, just as the Father has loved him. They are now grafted in. Jesus goes on, you're no longer servants, but friends. You're promoted, elevated from those who merely do his bidding to those who converse, work, rest together, share life, and who can rely on each other. Rooted, joined, chosen, nurtured, cleaned, friends, loved. This is who Jesus' disciples are. Now, let's hear how that plays out in practice. Listen to this testimony from our good friends, Namdi and Uchi, of God's care for them. Hi, all. my name is Uche. My name is Namdi. Together as a family, we'd like to share a testimony of God's faithfulness. In the last few weeks, we've been looking at the book of Romans, and a couple of scriptures stood out to us, reminding us of who we are in Christ. In Romans chapter 5, verse 8, it says that we are loved by God, and he loved us so much that he came to the cross and died for our sins. And this is a big comfort to us that God loves us so much. And beyond that, in Romans as well, chapter 8, verse 28, it says that all things are working together for good to them who love God and those who are called according to his purpose. And we know he loves us. We love him. So all things, whatever it might be in our lives, it's working together for our good. I'll pass on to my husband. Praise the Lord. So in accordance with what my wife said, my journey from Nigeria to the UK will require me to write some medical exams for me to practice. And in all these exams, both the phase one and the phase two, the finger of God was there. All things cumulatively work together for my good and for our good as a family. And after everything, I needed to do some documentations and verification of my certificate in, in, in the university where I graduated from in Nigeria. At every point in time, we realized something, that God always sent helpers. Help us that will make sure that documents, the right documents are sent across between the two countries. And at the end of it all, I was issued a full license to practice as a medical doctor in the UK to the glory of God. And thank you for all your prayers and for standing in the gap for us even at this time. One of the things my husband forgot to mention was that through this process, it felt too long. We started this journey in 2018, and in 2020 is when he got his license to practice. Mm -hmm. It was a bit frustrating at some point, but God saw us through. God kept his promise, reminding us of his, the song, what of the lyrics that says he's a way maker, mm -hmm. he's a miracle worker, Hallelujah. he's a promise keeper. Hallelujah. Even when we can't feel him working, mm -hmm. even when we can't see him working, mm -hmm. He's working. He is working for our good. He, he is working out everything for our good. And we would like to encourage anyone out there who's trusting God for one thing or the other, who's wondering why it's taking too long, why is it not happening as I've planned. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we make plans, but God's promises and plans for us would always stand. Mm -hmm. Trust God. Hold on to Him. All things will work together, together for your, for your good. good. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Namdi and Uchi. Now, did you pick out these key points? They're loved. They are cared for and called. They saw God move in their circumstances 
And even in the frustrating times, God saw them through, even when they couldn't see him working themselves. What an amazing picture of a loving God who sees our efforts, our determination, and shows he values us by delivering all that he has promised. Even so, this is the Lord speaking. This is our God as well as our friend, our brother as well as our God. That might be a lot to take in, that we are friends with God. Yet it tells us how deep God's love is for us, that he would choose us, that he would choose such a one as me to be his friend. And as our God friend, he has a commandment for us. You know, in the Old Testament, God's people were given commandments to show them how to live so they might be clean. Jesus says, you are clean. Now live as I have shown you, a life of love. And what must you do? Remain in him. So it's up to you. Remain. Remaining means to maintain your position. Not to attain something new, but to keep what you already have. That's so reassuring. I don't have to strive. I can thrive. And remaining in. You are in Christ through faith, not by works. Maintain your faith. Well, how do you do that? Well, faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word of God. That's in Romans 10, 17. Notice Jesus says to his disciples, you are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Verse 3 in chapter 15. So remain then by continuing to hear his word and his word in all ways. The written word, our Bible. Prophetic word. Words you hear in prayer. Remain steeped in Jesus. Now we've said that the vine is a rootstock and it's there to provide nutrients and water to the branches, but it also has resistance to soil-borne bacteria, soil-borne diseases and rots. The branches might get our, our attention because of the fruit, but without the roots they are unable to give that fruit and they're also susceptible to disease. God's desire is for man to know him and love him just as he loves us. The fruit he wants us to bear is love and a whole lot of other things, a whole lot of other godly things. If you want to read about those, read about the fruit of the Spirit in your Bibles. To do that, God knows that we need to be rooted in him so that he can provide and protect. That's what Jesus is saying in our passage you are rooted, you're joined, chosen, nurtured, clean, friends and loved. Now bear fruit, love. But you might think, how can we share words of affirmation, that kind of love to people around us while we're in lockdown? Because right now, the number of people we can interact with is very limited. For many of us, locked down, isolated, or simply working from home, 
the people we interact with, the numbers are very small. But with a bit of imagination and with Holy Spirit-directed purpose, we can reach people right under our noses, so to speak. Helen thought of a great way to notice and affirm the people literally on her doorstep. Let's see what Helen did in this video. You know, actually, you can be even more adventurous than that. In this next video, we can see Clara on a secret mission, if you will, out in the field. Hello. So I've driven um, by my local care home and I've got some post-its and I've written a, a lovely message to some of the key workers that work at these care homes. And in a moment, I'm going to pop out of the car and just pop one of these post-its underneath their um, window screen wipers so that they get, get the note after they finish their shift. Who can you affirm this week? Who can you show you notice them, care for them and want to encourage them? Perhaps that's sparked a few ideas for you. But I want to ask you a, a key question. Do you feel affirmed by God? If not, you need to get into the word and find out what he says about you. There's so many ways you can do that, different study books and so on. But if you really want to know how God feels about you being in him, something like the 20 things about you in Christ from Freedom in Christ course, either on these cards or in the app, talking about in Christ, I am significant, I am secure and I'm accepted. Get stuck into those, feed on them, find out who you really are in Christ and what he says about you. Don't stay in the dark about how much God loves you. And now you know it, share it. I want to end this uh, time of teaching with some prayer. Father God, 
I love that you love me and you affirm me. Your word tells me of your deep and everlasting love, even when I don't deserve it. In these challenging days, I'm determined to remain in you, close to you and obedient to your command to love. Send your Holy Spirit to strengthen me in my resolve and empower me to show your love in small ways and big. Thank you, Father, for your love and for your Son, Jesus, my brother and my friend. Amen. And now let's bring our time together to a close with some more worship. Mike and Joe, lead us in our closing song.